the positive mitzvah, Kuf Pei Beis, 182. This mitzvah is the command that we were commanded to separate six cities of refuge. These cities should be prepared to absorb in them those uh, person who killed somebody accidentally. In addition to the separating and having these cities, we have to have the roads that lead to them all fixed up and all made straight so that there should be nothing preventing one who is running and to these cities away escaping the Goyal Adam, one who is trying to avenge the accidental uh, killing of the person that he killed accidentally from properly being able to run to one of these cities. The basis for this is the verse, this mitzvah comes from the Pasuk, it says, Tochin lecho haderech v'shilashta gvul arzecha that you shall prepare the road, should be prepared roads, and also that you should triple, meaning you should divide into three parts, so the boundaries of your land, so that the Oremikla should be exactly, evenly distributed, from that you can go to it from all the different directions. This is a Pasuk in Dvarim, Perik Yutes, Pasuk Gimel. The details of these laws have been explained in Tractate Sanhedrin, in Tractate Makis, in Tractate Shekolim, and in Tractate Soito. The positive mitzvah 247, uh, mitzvah Rejmem Zayin. Uh, this is the mitzvah that we are commanded that we must save a person who's being chased by someone to kill him. So even if in order to save the one who is being chased, we need to uh, kill the chaser, uh, we are commanded to do so. We have to, we are commanded to kill the chaser if there is no other ways to save the one who's being chased, only by killing the one who is the roidah who is chasing him. This is learned from the Pasuk, in which the Dvarim Chavhei Pasuk Yud Beis, over there the Pasuk talks about uh, when there will be a quarrel, and it says that the wife of one of them will grab hold of the private parts of the other uh, man, and the Pasuk says, that you shall cut off her hand, and not to have mercy on her. And that means that what we're learning from this is that she was attempting uh, to kill him, and uh, therefore, if the only way to stop her is by cutting off her hand, we are to do it, and as we'll see soon from the Sifri, that it also applies uh, if cutting the hand is not sufficient to stop her, we can't do that, then we can even kill in order to stop her. The language of the Sifri, the Rambam continues, it says, why does the Pasik give you an example that she grabbed hold of his private parts? So the Sifri says that B'mevushov is just like his private parts are special in the sense 
that there is a danger to his life, so she is attempting to kill him. And the Torah says, so that you cut off her hand. So likewise from this we learn out that in any situation where there is a danger to the life of the individual, so then we cut the hand, we stop him from doing it even, uh, even at the cost uh, of cutting off her hand. The Katsuyas Kappa teaches us that you can save, you're obligated to save the other person at the cost of her hand, of losing, her losing her hand. So from where do we know the Sifri says, if you cannot save him just by cutting her hand, you cannot do that. But that you can even, the only way to save this guy would be by killing her. So that you're still not a killer. That's why after the Torah says, uh, the Torah adds the words, you should not have mercy. To include that anything what it takes uh, to do, to stop him, to stop her in this case, would be necessary, would be allowed. So now we see what this, uh, this halacha, what it means with the Pasuk. And now, make no mistake, because the Torah says, and the example, the Torah uses, she says, the wife of one of the people that were quarreling. So one may think uh, that it only applies to a case where there's a wife that's, in, that's involved uh, in which you're allowed to do so, but the Rambam explains when the Torah says the wife of one in the example, in the scenario, he was only talking about in the common case, but commonly when men were quarreling, it would be the wife of one of them who's trying to maybe kill the other person. And the intention over here is, of this verse, is basically to teach us that we have to save the person who is being chased after the nirdaf by uh, the limbs and the uh, 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 killing and ruining the limbs of the one who chases. And as mentioned before also, that if you cannot save him uh, by the limbs and only through killing him, then you would kill him. The details of this mitzvah are explained in the 8th chapter of Sanhedrin. The prohibition in Sefer HaMitzvahs, the prohibition 293 Reish Sadi Gimel. Today we're talking about the fact that we must take action and we must stop a murderer. We cannot stand by idly and if necessary we must kill the person who's attempting to kill or in a situation to perform, to do a an Avera of uh, Gilu Arayis, of a prohibited relationship. So in the words of the Rambam, the Rambam writes, we are warned not to have mercy on the one who is a Reidef, on the life of one who chases somebody else. What this means is that this that we had said in the earlier mitzvah, that witnesses cannot kill somebody who they saw does a sin that deserves capital punishment, until you first bring him to court. And Beisdin is the one that uh, rules that the person uh, needs to be put to death. But you cannot just do it because you saw. This only applies in a situation after the fact. 
if he's already done the act which he is obligated death for it and he's concluded it but at the time that he desires to do so he's going to do so then we call him a redef, one who is chasing it is our obligation to prevent him and to stop him from done from doing this sin that he wants to do and if he is stubborn and he refuses then we have to wage war against him if we have the ability to stop him from his thoughts by cutting off a limb taking away one of his limbs like if we cut off his hand or his foot or we blind his eye then we do that but if it is impossible to stop him only by means of killing him then we're going to kill him before he has the chance to do what he wants to do this prohibition comes from the Torah that we're not allowed to have mercy and we're not allowed to stop ourselves from killing him comes from the verse which it says when there were me men quarreling and it says the wife of one of them will get hold of the other side and she will hold on to his private parts so the Torah says you shall cut off her hand cut off her hand and don't have mercy your eyes should not have mercy this is a Pasuk in Devarim Perik Chavhei Pasukut Beis chapter 25 verse 12 the language of the Sifri is that when it says cut off her hand this teaches us that you're obligated to save him by her hand, by cutting off her hand. How do we know that even if you could not save him just by a limb, by her hand, you can still save him by killing her? That's why the verse tells us afterwards, the words, you should not have mercy, your eyes should not have mercy, which is an additional way to stop him even by killing him. Further, they said over there, the reason why the Torah chooses to, in the Sifri, the reason why the Torah chooses to give an example, she will hold on to his private parts, because his private parts are special in the sense that there is a danger to his life. So then, it's in that situation which the Torah says, Katsoi says, Kappa, you cut off her hands. Likewise, any item that has a danger of life, is included in Katsoisa Eskapa. This that we have said now, that one who is chasing somebody else can be put to death for wanting to kill somebody, it doesn't apply to just any Avera he wants to do. It's only talking about if you're chasing after your friend and trying to kill him. Even if he is a minor, the one who's trying to kill, or there's one other case where you're allowed to kill him. If it's a situation which it's a prohibited relationship and he's trying to rape or do something which is Gilu uh, Arayas and it's obvious that the male having a relationship with a male would also be included in the Arayas which one is allowed to kill the other person who's trying to force himself on another, another person. So the Torah says in the verse in Devarim Chavbeis Pasuk of Zayin, "Tzaka Hanaira Amorosavim Mashila," meaning this young maiden, she was screaming and nobody helped her. The Torah writes about this girl who's being forcefully uh, raped by by the by the person. So from this we understand 
There is nobody to help her. But if there was somebody there to help her, he must help her in any way he can help her. And the Torah equated one who's running after her, after this woman, and one who is running after somebody to kill him. Because the Torah over there says, in Pasuk Just as one gets up against his friend and murders him, same thing when somebody is running after somebody to commit a prohibited relationship, a forceful relationship. The, the details of this mitzvah are explained in the 8th chapter of Sanhedrin. The mitzvah's loisaseh, 297. The prohibition number reish tzadik zayin. The mitzvah reish tzadik zayin and loisaseh. So this uh, prohibition is that we were warned not to stand idly by and withheld saving a Jewish life if we witness and we see that he is in danger for his life or getting lost, and we have the ability to save him. Say, for example, one who is drowning in the water, and we know how to swim and we were able to save him. Or we see a guy trying to kill him, and we have the ability to change his mind against trying to kill him, or to push away uh, the damage that is going to come to him from the guy. So that is a prohibition not to stand idly by and not do anything. We're prohibited from standing idly by. This prohibition from stopping, withholding our Savior comes in the verse in Vayikra Yutes Posik Tezayin Loi Samoid Al Dam Reecha Do not stand on your brother's blood. When you see your brother bleeding, dying, getting hurt, don't stand idly by. That's the source of the prohibition. Further, our sages tell us that this was also include one who denies testifying uh, for his friend when he knows um, something that he can help him. That's part of this standing idly by because he sees his brother's money getting lost. He has the ability to get it back to him by testifying, by telling, by testifying the truth. Withholding that is included in that. And there is another verse that also addresses this particular uh, uh, instance of not testifying when you know a testimony where the Pasik in Vayikra, Perik Hey, Pasik Aleph, says, that one who knows a testimony and he doesn't come and testifies, he will carry his sin for not testifying. The language we find in the Sifra is, where do we know, from where do we know the Sifra says, that if you know a testimony, that you are not allowed to be quiet about it. Therefore the Pasik tells us, Lo al-dam 
What do we know? The Sifra continues that if you see him drowning in the river, if you see bandits attacking him, coming upon him, if you see a wild beast coming upon him, that you have to save him. The verse says, Do not stand idly by on the blood of your brother. How do we know further that if one is chasing after his friend trying to kill him, that you should uh, save him, even at the cost of his uh, soul, even by having to kill the friend. The verse says, uh, It is your obligation not to stand on the blood of your brother. We already, uh, these halachas have been articulated in the Tractate of Sanhedrin.